Throughout the summer, we're showcasing different communities in the Heartland with the Heartland Tour. This week, it was Bon Accord. We talked with many folks from the community, and you'll hear them on this podcast. First up, Mayor Greg Mosichuk. Hey, it's Justin Potney from the Mixed Morning Grind. We're on our Heartland Tour, and our first tour stop is in the town of Bon Accord. We've got Mr. Mayor joining us now. Greg Mosichuk is with us. Greg, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Justin? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Now, let's go back a little bit. Uh, before you made your way to Bon Accord, where were you from? Where'd you grow up? Uh, actually, originally born in Edmonton. Okay. And uh, just when I was a teenager, we moved to uh, Florida, actually, the whole family. So I spent about five, six years in Florida, in Dunedin. You might know it from uh, the baseball uh, training camp. Yeah. Uh, back into Edmonton again when I was uh, at university. Went from Edmonton to Kelowna, a little time in Vancouver, back into Calgary, back to Edmonton, and 2008 made our way back, or, or made our way not back, but decided we wanted to find a small, nice community we could live in that we were still connected to Edmonton for jobs and stuff, and uh, we found Bonacord. So few detours here and there, but you made your way to uh, to Bonacord, and it seems to be that that's where a lot of folks are looking to settle down in in towns just like Bonacord. Yes, absolutely. Um, Coming from like Calgary and Edmonton, I said, uh, born and raised there, used to large centers, but the hustle and bustle at a certain point, um, it's nice to get to a community. Um, my commute when I'm doing my, my regular job, uh, it's still, you know, 20-minute, 30-minute commute, but it's not bumper-to-bumper slow crawl. It's fields and cows and uh, a nice drive and uh, – yeah, it's a it's a it's it's a nice thing. So, so in your hours where you're not uh, having to be the mayor of Bonacord, uh, what's your other uh, job that you uh, take care of and, uh, and pay the bills with? Currently, last last eight years, I'm a corrections officer at the Edmonton Remand Center. Oh wow, okay, very different gigs, or is there some similarities between the two? Uh, you got to get really hard skin and be willing <laughs> to take a lot of stuff. And, I bet. Uh, yeah, so some similarities there. Yeah, absolutely. No kidding. I guess it's a pretty interesting year for you as mayor because it was earlier this year that you were taken over the title of mayor. Now, obviously, we have another municipal election coming up in October. You're you're not going to be uh, moving forward with that uh, come October, correct? No, that, that's correct. Um, so I was I was on council and originally uh, 2012. I, I came on at that point partway through in a by-election. Um, stayed on for another term for the four years when they switched up to that up into 2017 and then chose n- not to continue. Um, like you said, um, for, 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 for personal reasons, our prior mayor, he, he resigned and uh, it came up well, maybe November, d- December sort of thing. So I, I, I saw that the hole there and I thought to myself, well, you know, I better make sure because it's kind of a weird time and not everybody's necessarily going to want to step up for it. So um, I put my papers in just on the off chance that, uh, you know, just in case and and lo and behold, it was. I was the only one. And here I am. So A lot of people wouldn't be willing to take the keys during a pandemic, but somebody needed to step up and you did that for your community. That's to be commended, I'd say. Well, you know, and the thing is, um, the, the, the council, but prior to me being here, I mean, they were doing a fine job. Our administration, really great job. Um, that That's one of the things that, that really shows you how well Bonacord is doing is that we, we came out of this quite strong. Um, yes, there's a lot of things that had to be done and adjusted and changed, but uh uh, Bonacord just pulled right through, and um, yeah, and, and we're and we're here, and we're continuing on, and hopefully this will go away, and we can continue doing the job that uh, that, that we were doing before this all started. So. And that's kind of one of the things I keep on hearing from folks involved a lot with with the town and how things are progressing forward is that the council's had a lot of vision in the direction that the town's wanting to go. And that's coming to fruition a little bit more day by day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, said there, there was a period, I think, where, where it, the, the town sort of, sort of stalled a little bit, just maybe 15, 20 years back kind of thing. And it, um, so, yeah, there, we, we've had some things that uh, decided 
very much we want to be environmental stewards of, of and, and that's a big thing across the board. Everybody was looking at that, but uh, we, we took it with our uh, initial dark sky designation. So we did a light efficiency policy that was, uh, and, and bylaw that was like extensive. People are actually calling us once in a while to ask if they could look at it for, for their own communities. Um, so we got that designation. We, we we thought to ourselves, well, we could always do like the world's largest something to make Bonnet Court stand out. But what are we going to do? The, the world's largest what? Yeah. And this was something that was unique and different. So we're the first in Canada to have this designation, and we're the 11th in the, in the world. So um, that was a start. Tied to that now, we have um, just recently here last year, um, our solar farm got operational. So that's another um, unique thing that we have. We have the largest solar farm in Sturgeon County at, the, at this point. Um, uh, it's it's going to, they said, it's paying for itself, which, which is the, the really awesome thing about uh, a solar farm. It's, it's one of those things that you build it and you're not actually paying for it. It's paying for itself. And then it's going to be covering off our electrical costs for all of our municipal buildings. So it's, uh, yeah, different. They said, we're trying to stand out in, in, in ways that other communities don't. So Let's talk a little bit more about that dark sky designation, because lots of people see it. Maybe they don't quite understand exactly what it is. Can you give us some background on exactly what dark sky designation is for the town of Bonacore? Yeah, yeah. So, so light pollution has has always been, a, a, or it's starting to become a, a really big, big issue in the world. And uh, and it's, it's not so much about making things dark, and it's kind of a, a misnomer, I guess, or, or incorrect way it's said. It's... It's actually about just keeping the light pointed in the correct direction. So we want the light down. We don't want the light up. So basically, it allows not to interfere with birds and, and sight of the stars and everything else. Um, so like I said, it was very strong that we had to have a light efficiency policy so that we could say, okay, all the lighting had to be shrouded. It has to point a certain direction, certain levels. To maintain our thing, uh, our, our designation, we, we have to actually yearly go through readings throughout town saying, you know, okay, our level, light levels haven't changed. New businesses coming in, they have to be aware that if they're putting up signs, those signs have to be conforming to our bylaw so that we, we keep that light downward where it needs to be and not up and causing interference into the world. We talk a lot about, you know, the personalities of different communities. And, you know, Bonacord is a changing community, but it still wants to keep that same personality. What do you think is the personality of Bonacord? What makes it special compared to other uh, communities, not only in Sturgeon County, but throughout the province as well? When, when we were looking at it, like I said, we came here in 2008, and what we were looking for is we were looking for something. I wasn't ready to be on, a, on an acreage and deal with septic tanks and, and well water and, and my garbage having to be carted off by myself in the back of a truck. Or something like that. So we were looking for something that was a community that was like what we were used to. So Bonacourt, nice small community, very friendly people, very very rural feeling in, in some ways. But we're on Epcor water, city water. Our sewers to the thing. We have... Um, internet, big thing of the thing is rural internet. We have high speed internet. Like so, it was like coming from a city into a small city, but without that big city feel, having right. a small community feel. If that makes sense. Well, without all the the hassles of the big city living, you're you're able to find a little room to breathe. And the thing is, in Bonacourt had uh, it was one of the things we looked at. It's like if if we shut off everything and we we couldn't leave Bonacourt, we had everything that we needed here to be able to to live. We have some. some Grocery store, gas station, it's open 24 hours, so you can get there at nighttime and get a jug of milk if you have to get that. Restaurants, um, unfortunately, last year, uh, started early last year, we had a fire, and it took out one of our um, really nice restaurants. Uh, it, it was a rib place, and connected to it was also our liquor store. And so we, we sort of lost that. We're, we're, we're looking to replace that, and we have some things that are coming up, and hopefully that will allow that to come back in. But, but it was very much um, – it had 
basically everything that we needed. Recently, we've added also uh, a pharmacy and a doctor now. So we have the little medical clinic here. And so that's a, a huge ad for free community. It's like I, I was having to go to my doctor originally middle of Edmonton every time. And now it's like I'm moving slowly to having it here. And I get all my pharmacy stuff here. Don't have to go to anywhere else. So those kind of small things all come together. And if if you need to go outside, we're not that far from the north end of St. Albert where you've got your big box stores and everything else. Um, we'd like to expand here. We would. Um, the things that we're always looking at, of course, is are, are we viable? When these are the standard words. Are we viable? Yes. Are we sustainable? Yes. We've been here since 1979 as a town, 125 years in, in the area overall kind of thing. Um, can we do better? Always. Always we can, we can do better. And we're always looking at that to see where can we go. We have um, Highway 28, which goes right past our south edge here. And so we have a lot of frontage. That's a lot of traffic, a lot of commuter traffic, a lot of transport and, and goods and trucks and so we just have to tap into that and if we can get the right people in here and do the right things we can have a nice community that would be really vibrant would have access to some of this stuff and yet we can still maintain that small town feel you're going to see continued population growth when it comes to humans but i'm also hearing that there's some population growth when it comes to sheep as well yeah yes our uh our community is going to enlarge a little bit here for the summer because they're coming in to uh, keep the grass down underneath our solar farms. So uh, that's a that's a nice environmental thing also. And um, it's it's free labor, which is always a wonderful thing. <laughs> and they're getting a meal out of it, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time, uh, Mr. Mayor, to hang out with us a little bit today. And congratulations on Bon Accord being our kickoff community for the Heartland Tour. Well, Justin, we really appreciate uh, being here, and thank you for helping us to showcase our, our, our fine community. And joining me on the phone, a very special guest. We were talking to folks and saying, who should we talk to from Bon Accord? And lots of folks pointed to this lady right here, Moira Pazook. Moira, how are you this morning? Very good, thank you. Well, I want to learn a little bit more about you, Moira. Did you grow up in Bon Accord, did you, or did you move there? We moved to Bon Accord uh, 42 years ago when our sons were one and three because we were looking for a community to live in and to raise our children. And Bon Accord just fit the bill. Well, our friends had moved here, and uh, they said there was a house around the corner, and, and so we came and had a look at it and bought it right away. So tell us about Bon Accord back then. What did it look like? What did it feel like? How was it to raise a family? It was a great place to raise a family because it was a, a great community. And, uh, like, uh, the kids played hockey here. They uh, Jeremy right away went into uh, play school, met his friends, who he's still friends with today. Uh, and then Daryl, he was one, so he stayed home. But they, we had lots of kids on the community and on our block. We had, um, you know, great community services like that. They could go into play school, hockey, um, and all those things. So it was a wonderful place to raise the kids. You know, I see that that kind of with me too, because I grew up in a in a small town around here as well, and it, it seems like us small town folks we, we stay with our friends a little bit longer, maybe. Hey, we 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 keep them for for a long time. I know I, my group of friends from when I was seven years old is still my group of friends today. 
Well, and as so with our uh, sons, and they still come out to Bon Accord once COVID's over, they play hockey. They still play hockey with all the guys. <laughs> they played with hockey when they were like five years old. They, all st- they both started playing hockey at five years old, and they still play hockey with those guys. Well, we've seen Bon Accord grow a little bit over the years. What kind of changes have you seen? Well, uh, they've been good changes. You know, there's different areas, like more housing. And, uh, you know, we got a library and we got, um, you know, different things came. And, the you know, they built Lillian's Chick School because they were getting too many kids in the in the little Bonacourt school. So, yeah, we have the school in that. And, and there's businesses that have come to make the community more like there were lots of things that people can get in the community. So, yeah, things have ha- are starting to grow. So what are you, some of your favorite things to do? Let's say on a random, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday night, what are some of the things that you like to do in Bonacord, Moira? Oh, uh, we love to go to the Goose Hummock to go golfing. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, we do that. Uh, when the schools uh, start getting going, there's pickleball that you can play up at uh, Lillian Schick. Um, you know, and then, oh, there's great walking trails, too. That's another thing that they've done is they've fixed up, fixed up trails. So go walk the dog and the trails, and there's lots of nice parks for the kids to play in. And, yeah, we do, we, we like to, you know, just get out and, you know, meet lots of people when you walk around Bonacourt. So, yeah. And an awfully friendly community, too. Very friendly. Like, uh, I have a little dog, Chewy, and he's very popular to everybody. <laughs> they, they just love him. We walk around town, and the kids run up, and they're petting Chewy, and, you know, uh, it's, it's great. It's a very friendly community. Especially after COVID, lots of folks are looking to get into less dense places. It gets a little bit too tight in some places, and a Bonacord seems like a great fit for that because you have the convenience of it being a small town, but, I mean, Edmonton's just around the corner. That's right, and if you have to go to Edmonton, you know, you're only like 20 minutes away, 20 minutes away from, um, like, going to St. Albert. You can go to the Fort Saskatchewan. And the other thing is, like, we do have quite a few parks, and the kids are always in the park. That's one of the reasons that we bought this house. It's right across the street was a park. And when uh, we moved here, all I could see is this park and a great place. And that was a wonderful place for my sons to grow up because their friends and them could always meet in the park. And that. So it's and it's a quiet community and it's a great place. I like I even were I worked at Oak Hill Boys Ranch, so I worked in the community. Tell us some stories about working there. Oh, it was very interesting. And it's a great it's a good place to work, you know, because I did work. I was the secretary of the school at Oak Hill, and so I worked close to where my kids were in school, and, you know, it was a good place, and, and you know, the, the kids, my kids on their days off would go and play hockey with the kids, because they have a rink out at Oak Hill, so they go play hockey with the kids, and it was good for them, too, because they got to know the kids there, too. So yeah, it was a it was a wonderful place to work, and you know I worked there for thirty three years, and now I'm retired. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what you have uh, you have definitely sold us on Bonacord Moira. You're a heck of an ambassador. We wish you all the best, and and thanks for spending some time with us. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure to be able to tell people about Bonacord, a little gem in Alberta.
and we're chatting with Heather Edwards this morning. Heather, how are you? I'm great. Thank you very much. Well, Heather, let's uh, first talk about your Bonacord story. Did you grow up in Bonacord? Did you move there? How did you find your way to town? Actually, I grew up in Fort Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. Um, and lived there my whole life. Um, moved into Edmonton for a few years. And then when we decided that we were going to have children, we wanted to move back out to a relatively small community to raise our children. So we moved out to Bonacord 32 years ago. See, that seems to be a common thread with lots of the folks that we're talking to is that it's just a great place to raise a family. Yeah, it is. Um, it's it's small enough town that, um, you know, everyone else is watching out for your children, and yet it's a close enough community to the larger um, urban areas that we can access anything we want. I always say it's it's lovely because you can be, you know, to a store that and, and to anything you need in half an hour, but you can also wake up in the morning and there could be a moose in your driveway. So, <laughs> you know, have the best of both worlds. That is, the, I mean, that makes that makes total sense. I, I, I see where you're coming from. Heather, Uh, Let's talk a little bit about your involvement in communities in bloom over the years. It seems like that's a real cornerstone of the community in Bon Accord. Uh, You're a founding member. I am. um, 21 years ago, the town of Bon Accord um, uh, coordinator contacted us and said, you know, talk to us about Communities in Bloom and found a group of us that she approached and said, would you be interested? And we we jumped um, at the opportunity. We were all kind of gardeners and, and we're very involved in the community at the time. And um, they gave us a little tiny corner of a, of a park in the center of town and we stripped out all the sod off of it and, and brought in rototillers and we planted our first little garden 21 years ago at what was at that time called the Centennial Park. It's really grown since then. Um, yeah, it has. The group um, comes and goes in numbers. Um, you know, sometimes we're as low as four or five people. We're up to about ten people again. Um, it's not a huge group, but we're we're pretty consistent, and we believe in what we're doing. And we have taken on now we have three different large um, beds um, that we maintain over the summer, and um, we plant, we we weed on a regular basis. Um, we also have something called a, a heritage rose garden that we um, work on quite a few years ago. Um, probably we're close to 15 years in with that project. And it's a beautiful little area filled with roses that people have donated to loved ones. And um, it's a, got a beautiful little gazebo. And over the years, people have held weddings and done photos. And um, it's quite a nice centerpiece that's over in another area of town. Not only are, are people proud of those public spaces in Bon Accord, but a pride of ownership is a big thing in Bon Accord, maybe more so than other places. And it made a huge difference. When we, when we first started Communities in Bloom, um, and we were being judged on a yearly basis, and, you know, not that we cared about how many blooms we particularly got, but, um, you know, we strived each year, and, and Communities in Bloom would come in and give us direction and give us suggestions. And when, we, when people saw us working um, towards building these community beds, and then we planted, we did planters and bought planters and put them all over town, and for years we did the hanging baskets in town, and slowly people started cleaning up their own yards. Um, you could see a real difference within five years from it going from, um, and I can't say it was an untidy town, but people really made an effort um, when they saw you know, us working as for the community and with the town in conjunction with the town. Um, it, things really changed, and there was a, a much different attitude within the community as to how they, the, the upkeep of the community happens. And when you're not beautifying your community, Heather, you are the owner of Pottery by Heather. 
Um, it's our full-time livelihood. It is what has supported our family for the last 30 years. My husband quit his full-time job um, about 30 years ago, and we split up household and kid duties and studio duties. And, um, and probably 15, 16 years ago, we built um, a 1,400-square-foot studio beside the house and moved up out of the basement for the first time ever in my potting career. <laughs> I'm above ground. And um, we are extremely busy. We, even through this COVID time, I will say that we are very grateful for the support of people supporting local and um, our order books are full and we work on a continuous basis as well as doing large shows um, out of the studio two or three times a year. Um, virtually all of our sales are directly out of the studio. We have a lot of people that come um, bringing visiting friends and family to see us and, and to add to their own collections. Now, you've supported local over the years, too, Heather, when you have uh, used your skills to help uh, with some of the students in town. Yeah, for 20 years, I went into the, into the schools um, and did clay with, um, from kindergarten up through grade four, and then also went into the junior high as well. Um, right at the moment, the junior high school is doing a, a clay project, and I'm firing everything for them. And I just, um, I just really, truly believe in, in sharing what I know and sharing my knowledge. And I was really lucky. I started making pottery when I was 14 years old, so that's like 50 years ago. And um, someone twigged my interest at that point and my goal has always been that if somewhere along the way I could twig somebody else's interest that might take them on a path that would give them a livelihood and a passion um, that I need to pass that along because so many people shared everything they had in their passions with me. Well, I, I'm positive that uh, you've been able to have that impact on uh, on young people in your community. On just a regular evening, you get to go take a, a stroll through Bonacord. As a young family, maybe deciding to move there, what are you seeing? Um, you're seeing lots of people walking around the community, walking their dogs. Um, a continuous stream of kids up and down to the um, up to the Husky to get Slurpees. Um, <laughs> There's, um, you know, the playgrounds are really active. Um, if you, like I said, if you come on a Tuesday night, the the um, the park will be full of people listening to live music. Um, it's a really active, busy community. People are out and about, and everyone is smiling and saying hello to each other as they pass on by. And uh, it just, it has a feeling of welcome to it. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, Heather, and thank you for telling us about your wonderful town of Bonacord, which is our featured community this week on our Mix 107 heartland tour we wish you all the best and have a great summer wonderful thank you very much hey it's justin potney with the mix morning grind we're celebrating the town of bonacord today our first stop on the heartland tour and another guest joining us this morning is diane allen economic development officer with the town of bonacord diane how are you I'm really good today, Justin. Thanks for asking. Well, I'm glad that we're able to highlight Bonacord because there's lots of exciting things that are going on with Bonacord. Let's uh, talk first about uh, how long you've been uh, with the town of Bonacord and, and how do you enjoy working in the community? I've been with the town of Bonacord since uh, 2017. I have thoroughly enjoyed myself for the aspect that every small town is very unique and it's always full of opportunity. But what really makes the uh, town of Bonacourt a real different place is its people. There's some great people, great folks to work with. 
And we're highlighting those folks today as well as the community with our Heartland Tour. Let's talk a little bit about your kind of your uh, slice of the pie here, Diane. You deal with the projects that are bringing economic growth to Bonacord, which is apparently uh, through every conversation I've had so far is a really big deal right now. The growth is happening. So what are some of the projects that have helped add to that? I'm really glad you asked that question because I really uh, truly believe uh, Bonacord is on the cusp of some really great things to happen. And I always am, I guess right now I'm marketing uh, the town as a great uh, new business investment uh, community for investors to come and build their business. We've had actually some um, really good development in our housing sector. We've had eight single residential homes that have been built by one developer. They have all sold, they're uh, totally occupied. Also, too, we did our solar farm, which was a solar micro-generating project, about four acres. There's about 17,000-plus solar panels on it. We're going to get some sheep to maintain the grass um, in that four acres. Great project. I can also see some benefit happening in the future for maybe residential. We'll see how that all goes. Also, too, Come spring, next spring, we're going to have a micro cultivation and distribution facility that will be uh, on the note of cannabis uh, usage. Very excited about this project that's coming. Also, too, we also sold our land across from the town office to a developer. Next spring, he's going to be developing a uh, strip mall there. There will be three uh, uh, lease bays. So there's great opportunity for anyone that wants to open up a business. Plus, we're also looking to do some senior housing. Senior housing is a very important component of our residents uh, in Bonacord. Folks want to stay. They don't want to leave their community. So we're really looking at putting a strategy together to get some senior housing uh, into Bonacord. Well, I think that's very topical considering it is Seniors Week right now. And with all that seniors have been through over the past 15, 16 months, uh, it's nice to be able to know that money's being invested in that area. Absolutely. And seniors, they paved the way for good things for our generation. We definitely have to take care of them because they certainly took care of us. And if you can keep seniors in their hometown to be with their friends, uh, their spouses, that you don't split up couples, uh, very, very important. So there's lots of growth when it comes to uh, the economic side of things in Bonacord, but that's also leading uh, to more residents being part of the community. Obviously, like you said, there's growth when it comes to houses being built and that sort of thing. Are you seeing kind of a, a turning point right now in Bonacord's history where it's looking to be uh, obviously very family friendly as it always was, but maybe just growing out just a little bit while still keeping that small town feel? Absolutely. I have found in the past uh, several months, as we're all aware of COVID, there's a lot of folks that are migrating from your larger centers, your central centralized, uh, uh, we'll say, uh, um, bigger centers. A lot of people are looking for space. They want more value for their dollar. They want more of a small town feel. They want their kids to be able to walk to school. They want to feel safe in a community. I've seen a lot more uh, people wanting to get out into a smaller place or even in the country in that respect. And Bonacord is poised. We're poised in a very good location. We're centrally located within Sturgeon County where uh, 
very great uh, access to all of your major uh, highways. We got Highway 28, Anthony Henday. We're uh, close proximity to all of your major uh, uh, centers, uh, Edmonton, St. Albert, uh, Fort Saskatchewan, you name it. So, and we're right on the highway, which is which is great because you can kind of zip in, zip out. It's awesome. And we only have a population of about 1549. Mind you, we haven't taken a recent uh, uh, census in the past bit, but it's still got that small town feel. We're trying to build our community to have a lot more facilities a lot more uh, services that we can offer our residents so that uh, that can keep them at home for a bit. But in the meantime, we're close enough to larger centers. They have the capability of using those box stores. But uh, we got some small town uh, convenience here, space to grow and uh, no competition. So we welcome, we really do welcome anyone that wants to set up a business or do some uh, development of our uh, green lands. What's a great, you know, Friday or Saturday night in Bonacore? Maybe even a Tuesday night. What do you like to do? What do you like to see uh, when you're out after work enjoying Bonacore? Well, you can uh, ride your bike. Not too much traffic to deal with. You can take your dog for a walk. Nice walking paths. Lots of neighborhoods that you can go into. We also have a uh, amphitheater, which is our where our uh, Centennial Park. There's a great space there to uh, bring a, a blanket, have a little bit of a picnic there. There's actually a lot of stuff to do. It's it's relaxed. It's friendly. Everybody knows everybody. Stop in at Chelsea's and grab a pizza. Well, maybe you forgot that um, jug of milk when you were in town. Stop over at Food Town there and pick some milk up. However, if you need to go and get some medication, go to the drugstore, go to the pharmacy. Those are just maybe some things you forgot to do, but you can leisurely walk there. Uh, Diane, thank you so much for taking the time to tell us all about these exciting projects that are coming forth here uh, with the town of Bonacord in the future. And we hope that you have an awesome day. And thank you for being our Heartland Tour kickoff community. I really appreciate this opportunity. I could probably go on for another half hour if, if I was allowed to. But you know what? Tell the folks, come on down, come and talk to me. I want to hear what their idea is, and I'll certainly help them out. On the Heartland Tour, we're stopping in Bonacord today. Joyce Pierce is CAO in Bonacord. Now, Joyce, Bonacord is just a gorgeous place to be. I think the pride in ownership is is well noted in Bonacord. When you drive around this community, it looks like a real warm, welcoming community. And it, not only just driving around, when you get to know the people here, there is a great sense of community here. Uh, people really take care of one another, and I find that remarkable. We're seeing Bonacord right now as a, as a great uh, community that's really uh, showing well, even through this pandemic, doing kind of the best that they can. The council's worked really hard at that. Absolutely. Uh, the last four years, council's really been diligent in trying to maintain property tax for the residents here in Bonacord, and they've done a great job of that. They've been successful in uh, still uh, continuing with their capital projects. They've, over the four years, they've paved four streets, they've completed the expansion of their water reservoir, and they've also built a, a solar farm so that our municipal properties are we can create power for our own municipal properties, which is fantastic. They've had a bit of um, 
growth in the commercial section. We've uh, had a pharmacy open and council's also been very instrumental in recruiting two full-time doctors here, which is fantastic for the town and for the surrounding uh, neighboring municipality. So does it seem like that there's being a lot of uh, families being drawn to the area? Because as you're saying, getting doctors in and getting those services into the community, uh, as far as a family wanting to think of, you know, where are we going to set down some roots? That's got to be a big benefit. It is. It That has been great. Um, Bonacord has two fantastic schools and uh, there is a, a large presence of young families here and small children to fill those schools. So, no, it's great. It's It all adds to the momentum. And it also helps to keep our seniors in the community as well. So we're working towards trying to expand that area. Since that, we're on the topic of that, it is Seniors Week this week uh, in Bonacord. And, and I know that you guys take great care of the seniors uh, in that town, for sure. Yes, we are trying very hard. And uh, this year, with with the pandemic, of course, and restrictions being as they are, we are still um, honoring our seniors and having a little drive-through presentation for them. So, yeah, it's great. Now, where do you see Bonacord going in the future? Obviously, you're seeing growth going in the right direction here. Five, ten years down the road, I'm sure you have plans as the CAO. You're you're looking forward in, in all these cases from different uh, different perspectives, whether it be with residents or the business side of things. Where do you see it going? I see nothing but good things happening for Bonacord, and I see growth. Um, council has sold a piece of property recently that a developer is coming in and building three retail bays. And to the best of my understanding, he's got those already leased out or just about completely leased out and ready to go. So within the next year or two, I think people are going to see a huge difference in Bonacord, and and there is definitely going to be growth. We are at a turning point. Bonacord is ripe for the picking. And I think that's a, an important thing too, is maybe the Bonacord that maybe you knew five, 10 years ago is not necessarily the Bonacord today in, in how you guys are approaching the future. Absolutely. We are very well, this council and this administration has been very good at preparing Bonacord for growth and getting all of our infrastructure ready to address that growth and assist with that growth. So I think we're on we're on the mark. We're headed in the right direction. So post pandemic, Joyce, let's say you're you're out, you're just getting off work on a Thursday afternoon or a Tuesday afternoon. What are you seeing out in Bonacord? Are you are you going for dinner somewhere? Are you seeing folks walking around? What would be a nice evening in Bonacord? One of the the highlights that Bonacord has had in the past has been the music in the park. And because of the pandemic, of course, that closed it down. But with hopefully the restrictions softening and and the ability to start these programs again, I can see people coming into town, having a nice dinner at Chelsea's, and then walking over to the Centennial Park with their lawn chair and sitting down and enjoying an evening of music. And kids playing, there's all kinds of kids here and there's always lots of kids out with their bikes and their scooters and all kinds of things. So, yeah, it's great. It's a lively place. That's Joyce Pierce, the CAO for the town of Bonacord. Joyce, thank you so much for joining us today and congratulations on Bonacord being our Heartland Tour uh, kickoff community for today. Thanks very much. Our next guest on the Heartland Tour, Councillor Lynn Bidney. Now, Lynn, how did you make your way to Bonacord? I've lived in Bonacord for more than 40 years now. 
Wow. And um, what attracted me is that this was the housing that we could afford rather than Edmonton. And so my husband and I look locally and, and here we are. Now, you've been able to see, obviously, a lot of growth in 40 years and a lot of change in the direction of the communities. Uh, what are you seeing here in the last couple of years? Because it seems like it's kind of a turning point for Bonacord and things are kind of growing at a great, great rate here. I guess one of the things I've discovered is that there is a huge want or desire for affordable seniors housing besides the eight units that we have available now. And so I do sit on the Board of Homeland Housing as one of my council duties. And um, through the national housing strategy, um, there is a rapid housing initiative and um, we have some plans in place for when federal government funding is available to us. Well, I guess that goes hand in hand with the fact that it is Seniors Week. And we were talking earlier this morning, talking about how important it is uh, for seniors to have the option of staying in their home communities. And I'm guessing that's a big player in what you're doing here, Lynn. Definitely. People are are, um, aging in the community and they want to have um, affordable housing where they can stay in town. Um, Most of them are still reasonably independent, but especially as we get older, we are finding yard work and home repairs and that kind of thing start to become more difficult. There's been some new uh, services that have been introduced into the community, whether it be businesses or now we're looking at uh, more doctors joining the fold in the community. That's got to play into it as well. Well, definitely. All supports for seniors. Um, There's a store, a a food store in the middle of town. The mill post office is in the center of town, all within... um, a block's walk from where we are hoping to see some further development. We've heard a lot from folks really commending council on the work that they've been doing looking forward. Because for some communities, and I come from a small town as well, sometimes it's hard to see the other end of things and to see where a community is going. But your council has been very proactive in taking care of that. Definitely. I, you know, We have uh, tweaked our strategic plan and are working towards that. And um, hoping to develop some more commercial businesses in town. There are things coming in the future. I I can't uh, share too much, but uh, we are are hoping for some more business development in town. I do see some growth coming. Um, I would love to see the start of a new residential development area. And um, I think that... If we get the supports in town that we have and continue to expand on that, I think that that's a very real possibility that we could be attracting more people to Bonacord. Well, you know, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that we kind of have the best of both worlds here because it's a quiet rural town and yet we're only 20 minutes from the big box stores if you want Well, Lynn, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me today and uh, give us uh, some of your insight. It is Seniors Week after all, and some of the stuff that you've given us on uh, Bon Accord and what they're working towards uh, with the seniors has been fantastic. And uh, we wish you all the best uh, for Bon Accord going forward, and thank you for being part of the Heartland Tour. Okay, thank you.